Hello and welcome to the She Can Share podcast, where I am going to help you arise and shine as the woman of influence that God is calling you to be, where you are going to learn how to share your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities with the world through content creation and by just being who you are. You are meant to let go of shame, guilt, condemnation, and fear, and arise and shine and be the light of the world. So whether you're here to grow your influence, grow your business, or just learn some content creation tips to express Christ in you, I want you to know that I'm here for it. So let's get started. guys, welcome back to the She Can Share podcast. I'm really excited to share with you today. I have a special guest and a new friend, Sienna Kopischke, and she is an incredible mompreneur. She actually is a three times multi-six-figure Christian and visibility sales business coach. She teaches women how to grow and scale their businesses using potent marketing and sales tactics and removes limiting beliefs that are holding them back. She is a Christian who loves the Lord, and I'm so excited for this conversation today. So welcome, Sienna, to the show. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. (laughs) I love hearing how people got into doing what they're doing. And I know that you're not just a business owner, but you have a two-year-old son too, don't you? I do. Yeah. And we have another one on the way. So that is so exciting. (laughs) Oh, how far along are you? So I want to preface this by saying I am not pregnant. We are adopting. So (laughs) just to like clear the air here, um, we are adopting a little, um, we actually don't know if it's going to be a boy or girl. So I'm really thrilled to find out and hopefully they will be placed at our home either next month or the month after. So that is huge. Yeah. (laughs) You're expecting, but just in a whole different special way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. I'm, man, that's, that's so, so cool. You'll have to come back on the show in a couple of months and we'll have to hear about the condition, how it all went. But yeah. tell us, tell us how you got into doing what you're doing and just share your story with us. Yeah. So this is kind of a long story. So I'll try to make it like as short as possible. Um, But basically, I was 16 years old when I started college. And I tell everybody like, at 16 years old, you don't really know what you want to do yet. You don't know who you are or where you want to go. And I thought for so long that I wanted to follow into my mom's footsteps and become an attorney. And I would watch like, you know, Legally Blonde and Elle Woods. And I would say, okay, if she can do it and go to Harvard, I can do it, you know? Um, and that was kind of my my journey. And so I got, I graduated, I got my associate's degree like when I turned 18. And then I went on to a university because I went to a community college to get my associates. And then I went on to a university after that. And I'll be honest, because I thought I wanted to become a lawyer, I was like, Oh, I'll be a like international corporate attorney. So I'll take business classes. And then I'll go to law school afterwards, everything's going to work out. Except I could not pass accounting. So I could not graduate with a bachelor's degree in (laughs) business. And it was so hard for me. And I was like, why do I keep failing this class? And so my dad was like, you need to figure out what you want to do. 
Um, and so long story short, I, at that time of my life, I was watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy. And so I said, okay, I'm going to become a surgeon. This is going to be easy. I got this. I can be a surgeon. And I found this program that takes students to different countries to watch surgeries. And so here I was, yeah, it's crazy. Here I was in the middle of Germany on my first trip. And I got to stand in all of these different like surgeries and like watch like it, I mean, the, the things that I have seen in the OR are insane and crazy and wonderful and such a blessing to be able to see them. But I recognized through that experience that I didn't want to be a surgeon. Like I loved seeing it. It was really cool. But like also at the same time, it just wasn't for me. There was something that wasn't there. And as a result, um, anytime I had a break, I would like hop on different trains and I would travel to other different countries in Europe. And so I went to like all of these amazing and wonderful countries alone. And like, it was so great and so powerful. And I realized that I had a natural love for traveling the world and exploring other cultures and communities and food and all these things. And so I got back home and my dad's like, okay, well, you have to finish your degree. Like you have to get a degree in something like, right. Cause he's paying for it. And, um, I closed my eyes. I do not recommend anyone do this, but I closed my eyes and I picked a random major on the list of majors that my university offered. <laughs> and the major that I picked was advertising. So I got my degree in advertising. And then as soon as I graduated, I got my first full-time job as a digital campaign specialist working at like a huge television and radio station. Um, the job ended up being extremely toxic and I thought it was my dream job. I was like so happy and excited to like take on this role, but it was the most toxic job I've ever been in. And I would literally sit in the parking lot and cry every morning before I walked into the building or like have to like listen to different podcasts to calm myself down or like certain types of music to get myself in the mood to even walk through the door. And I knew that that was not for me anymore. And so I lasted in the corporate world for only seven months. And then one day while I was at work, um, I just felt led to open my computer and search plane tickets. So I found a plane ticket to Barcelona for $200. And I was like, okay, this is a sign from God <laughs> that like, I need to go to Europe. <laughs> and this was a very different version of myself. And so back then, um, I was wild because I was young and I was trying to figure it all out and like understand what this world has for me and all the things. And so I booked a party hostel, which was only $5 a night to stay at. So I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Like I spent like literally no money to be in Barcelona. And on my final day of Barcel in Barcelona, I decided to walk at 10 o'clock at night, which again, I do not recommend this because I'm alone in a city and I'm a woman and anything can happen. And here I am walking the streets of Barcelona at 10 o'clock at night. And I just had a breakdown. I start crying. Like so many tears are coming out of my eyes. And I'm overwhelmed with the fact that I've put up with a job that has been so toxic to me for the past seven months. And so I decided when I got back home that I was going to give in my two week notice. And that's exactly what I did. I had no real backup plan, no thoughts of how I'm supposed to make money. I just knew I needed to quit my job. So I came back home. I immediately gave my two-week notice. I got fired for giving my two-week notice, which was perfect anyway. Um, my now husband back then boyfriend 
um, and I were living together. And I remember saying to him, hey, so like, I don't have a job anymore. Are you going to be able to support me? <laughs> um, and he said, yes. And then from there, I started my very first business called Your Life Travel Club. Unfortunately, due to COVID, I had to shut down, but I got to host these beautiful and wonderful international trips. And all of these women would come with me. And it was just so much, it was so much fun. Um, and I was able to turn that because of COVID, I turned my what I did into a podcast. And so I had a podcast called Your Life Travel Club. And I interviewed all these people with their crazy and wild and amazing travel stories. And sponsors started picking up on my podcast and they started to sponsor me. And that's how I made money during COVID. Um, and then in 2021, I got pregnant with my son and I was diagnosed with a condition called hyperemesis gravidarum. Um, if you're not familiar with that, it's a condition that only affects 2% of pregnant women worldwide. And I happen to be one of the two. Um, and so what it does is it causes you to vomit uncontrollably like all the time. So I was puking 120 times a day for nine months straight. Yes, it was like, it was terrible. It was like the worst thing I've ever been through in my entire life. And obviously I couldn't podcast and I was off work for nine months of that time. Um, I wasn't really able to do much because I was vomiting so often that I was in bed. Um, I was hospitalized over 13 times and then my body eventually went into um, organ failure and then I had to have an emergency C-section to deliver my son. So the entire thing was so traumatic and honestly, it just, it put a pause in so much. But when my son was one month old, which also sounds really crazy, but when he was one month old, um, I started a different business called the mommy agency, which was my social media management agency that helped mompreneur business owners. And now I'm a business coach. So that is how I got to where I am. It's very wow. long, <laughs> but that's me. Wow. Can we just take a moment and just recognize, <laughs> can we just take a moment and just recognize what an incredible overcomer you are? Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. It's been a journey, but I'm yeah. here. <laughs> you know what I love about you too is you were inspired from Elle Woods, which come on, <laughs> you know, Elle Woods and then yeah. um, the other Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you were like, I could do that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you sharing your story just now, I hope whoever's listening can hear that and think I could do that. Mm -hmm. You're like the Elle Woods of the She Can Share podcast. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, I just, for so many moms, I mean, I, I have a community of moms too, and, you know, it's really hard, but I don't know anybody that can, I personally, maybe someone's listening, don't know anybody that can say that they vomited 120 times a day from that and then still found a way to step into what it is that they felt God was calling them to do. So that is incredible. Thank you so much. Yeah. And like I said, it's been such a journey and it really brought me back down to earth. Right. It like uh, humbled me a lot, but I, I wouldn't want to go through that again, but what I got out of it was such an amazing blessing, not just my son who is awesome and wonderful and so healthy, but also on top of that, I have been able to create a, another thriving business and provide for my family and stay at home with him, which has been really cool. 
Yeah. I want to get into like the tactical things because I know you're really passionate about how to make sales not sleazy and all the business side. But before that, what I find is so unique about you is you've had times in your business and your life where you've had to pivot, right? And so for somebody listening right now that maybe is feeling stuck, that maybe is feeling like things aren't happening, right? And the way right. that they thought that they would turn out, which you've experienced several times, like what's your perspective on those moments and how have you pivoted in a way that you found it to be successful? Yeah, my perspective is you just have to follow God. I think life in in and of itself is always going to be a lot of ups and downs. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. There is like a lot of people pivot often, right? Like we make different decisions. We no longer want to do something that we felt passionate about. Like I was so happy and excited to get that corporate job that was like my dream job, the job that aligns with my college degree. As soon as I got into it, I recognized this wasn't for me. You have to have discernment in your in your heart. You have to have discernment for what you're doing. Because if you're not listening to the Lord and his calling over your life, then you're listening to the enemy. And if you're so focused on the enemy, then you're never going to experience the joys and the gifts and all of the abundance that Jesus has for you. So I think if you are in a season where you're like, okay, I'm recognizing this is not where I want to be, or things are not working out for me, then it is time for you to ask God, where does he want you? And for you to immediately take action. It was very scary to leave a pushy job that was paying all of my bills and say, okay, I have no idea how I'm going to make money. It was scary again when COVID decided to shut down the entire world. And I had this business that was doing so well and was making me so happy. And here I am not able to pursue that business and go, okay, wait a second, I need to pivot. Otherwise, I'm going to stay stuck. I'm going to stay stagnant and go, okay, let's turn this into a podcast. It was scary again when I got really, really sick. I didn't know if I was going to live after that entire situation. There are a lot of women... I don't think this is talked about a lot because I didn't even know about this condition or um, that it could happen. But there are women who lose their lives from having hyperemesis. And I'm very fortunate that I'm still alive today. Mm. And not knowing whether or not I was going to lose my life or not, not being able to pay any of my bills for nine months because I had no more money coming in that way, right? Having to fully rely on my husband's job. Thank God he has one. But having to fully rely on that again in my life you know, those are all humble experiences. And if I didn't listen to what God had for me, I would say stuck in what Satan wanted for me, which was he wanted me to be depressed. He wanted me to stay stagnant in my situation. He wanted me to experience, you know, not being able to pay my bills fully. But Jesus had other plans for me. He said, I know that you just went through this situation. I know that, you know, times are hard right now, but I am calling you to do something really, really great. And if I didn't listen to him, I wouldn't even be on this podcast today. I would be sitting in my room trying or taking care of my toddler, trying to figure out life as just a stay at home mom. But I am so much more than a mom. And I think when we recognize where God is calling us, it is so easy to make that pivot because when we fall, we know that we're falling to into his arms and that he is going to catch us right where we are. Girl, preach. I hope you guys all heard that. Just like hit the 30 second rewind and go back and listen to it. Cause I think so many of us need to, 
That is so good. That is so good. So like very practically, because I love like the beginning part of like, what did you do when you were like, okay, I'm going to, um, start these, um, start this business as far as like being a business coach. Did you just like reach out to like five women that you knew and you were like, Hey, I'm doing business coaching. How did you price yourself? Like what was that? My first take on business coaching was I did it for free. Like I had, um, I had exactly what you said. I reached out to five women who knew me and I said, Hey, I want to start a program, but I really don't know the ins and outs of what this program are going to look like. And I need help to build this program. Would you like to be a beta client for free? And you know what, even though it was a free program, a lot of people knock free things, even though it was a free program, these five women took it so seriously and they invested their time. They showed up for every single call. They showed up in the uh, the community that I created on Voxer for them. They were there, they were taking action and that was, that was awesome to see. So we got to uh, do that together and I got to build out my programs because of that. That's so good. I'm so glad. I hope everybody listening just heard you say that because I have talked with so many women that are like, I don't know what to do. I'm not really sure. And I'm not sure to price it. I'm like, you need to just like take action by reaching out to a couple people and you, as you're figuring it out, serve people, help people Mm because clarity comes with action. So I love that you did that. I've started programs the same and it's, It's awesome because it's a win-win for both people. It really is. And I will say, if you're struggling with pricing in your business, the first person that you should consult is is the Lord. Like, I I fully believe that. There is not anything about your business that you should not be praying over, right? You should pray over pricing. You should pray over your content. I say that so heavily. Like, pray over your content. Ask God to allow your content to reach the people that it needs to reach. You should pray over your Instagram stories ask God to allow your Instagram stories to lead people to take action with you. You should pray over your program as a whole, the people in your programs, making sure, or like if you don't have a program, maybe you're a service provider, whatever it is that people are taking, buying from you, paying you for, you should be praying over your clients and your customers because these are the people that pay your bills. And I'm not saying like pray for their personal lives because maybe you don't know their personal lives, but you should be praying that they get the level of success that they are coming to you for, right? Like there are certain things that I pray for. Pricing is a hundred percent one of them, whether or not I should do this group coaching program for free or at a low paid rate before I go to any business coach. And I say this, even though I am a business coach, I go to God because he is your number one business coach, because he is the person that put that business in your heart. And if it wasn't for him, you would not be able to make sales. So the first person you need to be seeking in all of this is Jesus. Go to him and ask him and he will give you answers. There you go. There you go. I just (laughs) love it. That's so good. That's absolutely right. I think it's funny too, because I think a lot of people um, hear from the Lord. I actually had someone send me a message yesterday on Facebook saying like, I know you say that you can hear from God, but I don't. And I said, you wouldn't be a Christian if you didn't hear from God. You just Mm -hmm. need to learn how to attune your voice to how he speaks to you. And so I think a lot of people are hearing from God or they like know what to do. They just maybe think that because other people aren't doing what they're doing, that maybe they're off or not hearing. But I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, Um, for sure. 
one of the things that you were you are known for is obviously even like helping to make sales not sleazy. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, my entire philosophy philosophy. There you my, go. My entire philosophy on sales is you just want to make natural connections. You don't have to push your offers into everyone's faces. You don't have to beg people to buy from you. If your messaging is where it needs to be and you're really and truly building a community, whatever that looks like to you, you are going to be able to make sales. So what I mean by this, just to give some practical insight here, is the very first thing, like, let's, let me back up. If you are making sales from Instagram specifically, right, or you want to make sales from Instagram specifically, the first thing that I will say that you need to do is you need to be doing some form of engagement. You, sh if you want engagement, you want people to like and get and comment and follow you, then you should be liking, commenting and following others and not just anybody, right? You should be doing that to people who are your potential ideal clients. And I say this and you, and I say that to also say that as you're getting to know them, right, you are building real relationships with them. I tell this story often, but I have one girl who paid me and joined one of my containers because she posted her air fryer in her Instagram stories. And I thought it was the coolest thing. And I was like, I have the exact same air fryer. Okay. This was my first conversation with this girl. I had, I didn't even know her. I didn't even realize we were following each other. And she has an air fryer and I have an air fryer. It's the same. So I sent her a message and I was like, hey, girl, I have the same air fryer. I hope you love this one. And she was just like, yeah, I'm loving it so far. Do you have any recipes? Okay, so now she's asking me a question. We're getting to talk about an air fryer. We talked for two weeks about her air fryer. And the entire time we were talking in the DMs about her air fryer, she's looking at my content because I post content every single day, which is something I encourage everybody else to do. My content doesn't sell to you. It doesn't say, join my program now, or you need to be in this program or else you're not going to do X, Y. It doesn't say any of that. My content is nurturing content. It is content that takes the ideas that you already know in your heart to be true, because I speak directly to my ideal clients. And it puts it into a perspective of if we were working together, this is how this would be solved, right? And then I'm selling in my Instagram stories. I show up every day and I talk about my program. What are the benefits of my program? What is the transformation that you are going to receive when you invest in my program? Not just in your business life, but in your personal life. Because what I do and what I believe is what I do goes far beyond your business. Yes, you may be able to make $5,000 as a result of working with me. But what does that mean for your personal life? Does that mean that you get to stay at home with your kids and leave your nine to five and you and your husband are no longer struggling, you know, to pay the bills and all of these things, right? Like that is the work that we are doing. And I'm talking about that in my stories. I'm selling, I'm giving you a direct link where you can go and learn more information about my program and buy. And one day she sends me a message and she goes, Hey, so I've been watching your stories and I want to join. I want to join your program. And I was like, awesome. Here's the link. And she already had the link because she had been watching my stories. So I will say when you're building a community, when you're making sales that isn't sleazy, you have to remember that every single interaction with someone else, those are people. They're not just 
a number for you. They're not just like, let's say my price for my mastermind is like a thousand dollars total. That person's not a thousand dollars to me. That person is a person. And I have to get to know it is my job to get to know who they are behind the scenes. Right. Um, and so that's what I'll say. If you're looking for to deepen your, your clients, your relationship with your clients, if you're looking to get more clients in your programs or in your services that care about what it is that you're doing, you have to first build a real relationship with them. Hey, did you know that right now, the number one thing that the algorithms are pushing across all social media platforms is, you guessed it, short form video. However, you might be finding it very time consuming to keep up with the high demand of video content for your business. Maybe you're not even sure if you're quote unquote doing it right and reaching your ideal audience. Well, at Rise Social Media Agency, we specialize in video content and we will create, edit, and post your content for you so that you can focus on what you do best, running your business. From content creation to strategy to graphic design, creating lead magnets and setting up automation, we will help you create content that captures your brand story and take the weight of social media off your shoulders. If this sounds like something that you're interested in, click the link below in the show notes to book a call. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. And I love how you're talking about really giving value in like your feed and what you're talking about, but then you're showing up and you're selling in your stories. Is that really kind of like your, um, yeah, that's yeah, my, my, my style, my method. Um, I just don't like selling in my content because let's be honest, most people don't see your content anyway. Um, <laughs> to, to just put it blankly, 70% of people actually do not see your content. Um, and so that that's a big number of people. And so when we look at stories, stories are so different. A vast majority of people are seeing your stories. And Instagram's algorithm is built that if you're having DM conversations, it doesn't matter what it's about. It could be about rose petals, right? Like it doesn't matter. Um, I've had lots of clients who've come to me after me and them only chatting about like their the fact that they're also military spouses or the fact that um they have small kids at home just like I do and then I'm because I'm selling in my stories they're seeing those stories now I will say in today's world because of TikTok and other platforms people have a very short attention span um my pastor said it best people on average people's attention span is 8.5 seconds before they like are gone from something which is really crazy um and so knowing that I since I know that it only takes 8.5 seconds to like get someone captivated and like allowing them to watch my stories all the way through I have to be very careful with what I'm saying in my stories and how long each story is and all of those things right but on top of that it takes someone on average 20 times to see your business promoting over and over and over again before they buy. So uh, my other advice is if you are selling in your stories and you're not being consistent, number one, start being consistent. Number two, um, keep showing up every day because here's the truth is because it takes someone 20 times. If you're posting every day, Monday through Friday, that is going to take you an entire month before you start to see sales for the next month. That's awesome. I love how dialed in you are about it. Do you, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people right now are doing um, kind of different strategies, 
by saying like comment this and I'll send it to you. They'll use, they're using ManyChat or they'll just put the link directly in the stories. What are you finding is successful and working for you right now? I do a mix of both. So in my content itself that goes on my feed, I do put, um, I don't say comment, I say DM me this particular word, um, which does typically work. I really like that. But I will say also too, I do not allow anyone to pay me unless I know them. So if you are a random stranger and you come to my Instagram account and we have never had a conversation, um, you will not be able to just enroll in my program. And there's a reason for that. I am really big on relationships. I'm really big on community. And it's important for me to at least know some basics of your life before you become my client. Um, and so one of the things that I really do is I do put the link in my stories, but I also alternate. So one day I might put a link, another day I might put a poll. So this way people who are not ready to jump all in yet, um, they can just click on the poll and I can hop in their DMs and we can chat through what we need to chat through. So I can make sure that we're mutually beneficial um, for each other. I love that. Do you find too most of your sales come through your Instagram or are you promoting and marketing other places? Yeah. So my entire marketing strategy leads me to my sales. 99.9% of all of my sales comes from Instagram stories, particularly. Um, outside of that, I will say my marketing strategy is, of course, to hop on podcasts like I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, but that's more like, public relations, right? So I I have to get visible. It's important for every brand, in my opinion, to get visible in some capacity to people who do not know who you are. That is the first pillar of my sales strategy. Um, well, really, the first pillar of my sales strategy is my own mindset, because I believe that if you do not have the right mindset, you are not going to be able to do what you need to do, right? Um, the second pillar is going to be visible. So ways that you can get visible are you can show up as a guest on podcasts. You can write guest blogs, which are really, really I, a lot of people miss out on this, but like this, is, this is gold. Like there are a lot of people who own blogs that do not want to write their own blogs, especially because their websites have gotten so much traffic that they are so busy doing other things that they just don't have the time to write blogs anymore. And this is where regular people like me and you and other entrepreneurs can step in and write guest blogs for them. Um, and because of all the traffic that's already going to their website, people are going to see that and they're going to connect with you further, right? Um, going on, going live on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, but especially if you go live with somebody else, it's not really considered going visible or getting visible if you're just going live by yourself because you're not really getting in front of anybody new. Uh, so I would say that you want to make sure that you are getting visible in front of new people every day, people who have never heard your name before. Uh, so going live with another person is going to be key there. Um, the other way in one of my favorites is networking. Hop into networking calls. If you can't find in-person networking events in your city, or maybe in-person networking events just feel really like gross to you. I will be honest with you, in my city um, where I live, I've been to several different in-person networking events and they are all primarily run by men. Um, and there's nothing wrong with men, but we are we all, I'm sure as women, we've all experienced this where it just doesn't align very well, or you're getting pushed into sales that you just like, I'll tell you this quick story. One time I went to a networking, the actual last networking event that I went to, 
And as I was there, I met this guy and he told me that he was interested in my services. And I was very excited about that, but he didn't have to lie. Okay. So we, <laughs> I was happy to just get to know him and like connect and like see if we can support each other because that's what we do in female entrepreneur circles, right? We support each other. And so he invited me out for coffee. So I go out to coffee with him to talk about business. I get there and I'm like, hey, did you want to go order coffee? And he says, no, like I already had coffee today. I don't need any more coffee. So I was like, okay. So we're just sitting in this <laughs> sitting in this coffee shop and he pulls out an entire presentation and starts talking to me about his business and what his no. business can do for me. And I was just like, what did I get myself into? Then he wants to rope my husband involved. And he's like, so can your husband, can I set up a call for you and your husband and all the things? And like at the end, he finally says, and also, who is a good referral partner for you? I would like to refer people to you. I was like, okay, this conversation is done. You don't <laughs> care about me. You don't, you've wasted my time. You got me away from my family to talk to me about your business that I wasn't really interested in. And it just wasn't a good, I think he was selling life insurance. And I was like, I already have life insurance. Like, I don't need any more life insurance. Oh my word. Those are the worst. I it it was bad. <laughs> I have I have had people that have like sent me messages. And then like, I'm all, it, it's what's sad is now I'm on this back foot of like, what's the catch? What's the catch? When are they going to be like, so let me tell you about, and I'm like, I don't know. I was excited about a new friend and now you've ruined it because yes, <laughs> you're exactly. trying to pitch me for your program and it doesn't work. I'm does sniffing you work. out and it, yeah, no. Um, I'm so funny. That's funny. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you, um, you know, one of the things that you said that I think is so true is making sure that you have the right belief system. Mm -hmm. And for, I would love to know like what that's been like for you, especially like the valley and the challenges that you've had to overcome. Because for, for myself, like I have found it incredibly uncomfortable putting myself in rooms with people that are more successful than me, getting clients that um, are that I think I'm unqualified to be able to have and really leveling up my like self-concept has been extremely uncomfortable. And I don't think that's talked about enough and specifically for Christian women who want to like stay humble and this just like false belief. And yeah, so I've, I, there's so much to talk about with that, but I'd love to know like what that's been like for you, if that's been a struggle or a challenge or how you yeah. I mean, I've definitely, I'm not perfect. I've definitely had my struggles with mindset and all the things, but the number one thing that I always come back to is Jeremiah, right? In the Bible. And as you're reading Jeremiah chapter one, God is calling Jeremiah and he's saying, Jeremiah, I need you to go to this place. And I need you to tell these people that if they do not turn away from me or away from me, that if they do not turn towards me, like all of these things are going to happen. And I just think about Jeremiah in these moments. Jeremiah, first of all, if we know who he is, he was a very poor person. He was a teenager roughly at this time. So he wasn't someone who um, thought of himself as what, like how you said, like you are have a fear to step into rooms with people who are quote unquote above you or who are doing things differently than you in your business. I say differently. That's the nicest, right? Nicest <laughs> way we can phrase that 
right? There's always going to be someone who's making more money. There's always going to be someone who's doing all of these things, but God didn't call all of those people to do what he called you to do. He called you Mm -hmm. to do that job. He called you to step into those rooms. And any time I hear the enemy tell me, which I hear often, when anytime I hear the enemy tell me, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, I shouldn't do that, I am not qualified to enter X, Y, and Z rooms or enter X, Y, and Z or sit at X, Y, and Z tables, I remind him that God called Jeremiah and God can call me too. God gave me this business idea. God is the one who provides food on my table. God is the one who provides me with the clients that I have. Jeremiah turned to God and he told God, you know, God, I'm too young. I can't do this. Don't call on me. Right. And what Jeremiah missed out on was the opportunity for God to fully bless him. Instead, he kept giving excuses after excuses after excuses. And God said to him, stop saying that you're too young. I will go with you. I will even talk for you. Right. And Jeremiah was still scared and still couldn't wrap it around his brain that he was meant for what God had called him for. And Mm -hmm. so for him, he went and asked God if he can, if God can give this opportunity to somebody else. Right. And here's the thing about God, when he gives somebody else an opportunity and that person takes your opportunity, God is going to give them all of your blessings and not you Mm -hmm. because he called you to it first. And you are supposed to honor him. And when we don't honor him, we are honoring Satan. And so my thing is, if you believe that Jesus himself has called you into this business and you know in your heart that you have heard from the Lord, then you need to do everything in your power to sell your butt off, make the money that you're supposed to be making, step into rooms that people tell you that you cannot step into, sit at tables with people who are quote unquote better than you, more powerful than you, more successful than you, more richer than you, whatever that looks like. And you show up and it doesn't matter how it looks. And you take that messy action because through that messy action, God is waiting on the other side to bless you with something better than you ever thought possible. Mic drop. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I think you're fantastic. It's so wonderful, like getting to have this conversation with somebody yeah. that has really like, you should be so proud of yourself for like, not just I can tell you're not just somebody that says it, but you walk it out. Um, and that's obviously very clear in your story, but how you even deliver. I can feel that. And that's powerful. I can feel people getting activated. And just the clarity, you know, and and the importance, I think, too, to really rise up because it's really, truly not about us. It's really, 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 truly about bringing breakthrough for God on the earth. And the just the importance, I'm, I know this last year, one of the best revelations I got was how God is a provider and he calls us to provide. He calls us to be a resource. He calls us to not be a beggar, but a builder. And so much, so many, I hate to say it, but so many Christians are stuck in this mindset of asking God rather than partnering with God and bringing heaven into earth. And it's just so important. And I love your message. I love what you're doing. I think you're a true warrior and an overcomer for Christ. And it's awesome how you're activating people. So can you tell us like, what are what are you offering? What are you selling? Everybody should go buy it because clearly <laughs> it's not even, but this is the thing I want people to hear. It's not even about the product. 
people should pay to connect with you with a person because it's mm-hmm. it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage it's the anointing it's the gifting to be able to bring breakthrough into people's lives so it's not the you know the product necessarily that you're offering which i'm sure is incredible it's really the opportunity to get to partner with you so tell us how people can connect with you and how they can partner with you yeah of course um i'm on instagram i that is my favorite platform (laughs) shocker (laughs) (laughs) right jaw dropped um but i'm on instagram at sienna kopischke and i love to connect with people through there um ways that we can partner together is um number one it will be in my networking call i host a networking call every thursday at 12 p.m eastern standard time um, and it's just a time for women to come together. I say women. We also have, we have one man that shows up all the time. And he's amazing. <laughs> he's a stay-at-home dad. And he has a seven-month-old daughter. And he always has his oh. baby with him. It's so cute. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um, so the the networking call is every Thursday. And it's free to attend. And you can come and make friends and connections and all of the things. Um, and then outside of that, other like offers are paid offers. And I have two group coaching programs right now. One to help you hit $5,000 a month and then one to help you hit $10,000 a month in your business. I love it. That's so wonderful. Who doesn't want that? Who <laughs> doesn't want that? That is wonderful. And I love, this is a great marketing thing. I love how you're marketing it with the result. Yeah, exactly. That was good. That was yes. good. So everyone <laughs> should go connect with you. And thank you so much for being a guest and coming on the show. You, you brought so much value. I hope everybody- oh, thank you start showing up in their stories, start seeing themselves the way that God's called them to and really starts to partner and co-labor with him, even in the midst of motherhood and in the mm-hmm. midst of any challenges that you're experiencing. So thank you so much for being on the show. And guys, if you are looking for any type of clarity, any clarity that you need in your business or your brand messaging, In the links in this show description, we have three steps to getting clarity in your brand messaging. These are questions, guys, that I want to give you as a free resource because it is so important. As you can tell, Sienna has incredible clarity on what she's doing, and that's why she's a powerhouse in her industry. If you don't have clarity, you're not going to be able to be a powerhouse because you're just going to be stuck in confusion. So get the three steps to brand clarity, guys, and be on the lookout for next week's episode. Thank you. Thanks, Melissa.